to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Hello, and thank you for joining us for ASHP's Practice Journeys podcast. This podcast invites members to share their stories about their professional path, lessons learned, and how their experiences shaped who and where they are today. My name is Gabby Pierce, and I'm the director for the section of specialty pharmacy practitioners. Today, we'll be chatting with Dr. Scott Canfield, Assistant Director for Clinical Program Development at Johns Hopkins Home Care Group, and the new chair for the section of specialty pharmacy practitioners for the 2022-2023 year. Thanks for joining us today. So to kick us off, could you tell us just a little bit about yourself and your current position? Yeah, hi, Gabby. Thanks so much for having me. And yeah, as you said, so my role within Johns Hopkins Home Care Group, I'm Assistant Director for Clinical Program Development, and I've been in that role about five years. So I, it's a really exciting role. I, I get to work with teams that offer specialty pharmacy programs across both our home infusion as well as outpatient pharmacy teams. And I really get to focus on new products and new programs and getting them into action within those teams. So a little bit more about me, I guess. So I'm, I'm from Wisconsin. I completed my PharmD degree at, at UW-Madison and then after that, I had the great opportunity to complete residency training in a combined PGY-1 and PGY-2 specialty pharmacy residency at UW Health, which was a, a fantastic opportunity, which I'll, I'll talk more about. But after that and how I got to Johns Hopkins, I joined the team at Hopkins in 2015 as a clinical manager within our specialty pharmacy team and got to work on lots of new service lines as we were expanding a lot at that point in the areas like oncology and cystic fibrosis and opening a new central specialty pharmacy. So all of that kind of led to me transitioning into my current role. Really interesting. And I know with specialty, one of my favorite things about it is that every day can be a little bit different. So could you maybe tell us a little bit about what you do on a daily basis in your current role? Well, Gabby, you hit the nail on the head for me. I, I think... <laughs> Every day looks different for me, which is, is part of what I, I really enjoy about my role. So maybe a few different buckets of, of things that occur during a, a common day in my life. I have a lot of meetings with pharmaceutical manufacturers. So um, oftentimes going over products that are in their pipeline, coming to market maybe in the near or somewhat near future. And that's a great way for me to really keep my, my clinical knowledge up to date, but also use that information to start exploring whether we need a new program for this new product that might come to market or whether it fits within an existing service. So that, that's a good chunk of what I might do. But then also working with stakeholders across our institution once that type of opportunity is identified. So I might work with our, our pharmacy teams, but also nursing and clinics and prescribers to say, you know, here's a new product, here's a new service we're building. How do we want to actually build it? What, what resources do we need? How do we want it to work? So a lot of um, project management and kind of oversight of our programs. And then I would say I also work a lot with data, either 
financial data and trying to understand, again, a new service and what that might mean to the institution or what we need to support it, but also trends and analytics in product utilization, and then sometimes research. So I'm, I'm very interested in outcomes research and you know demonstrating value. So I have either meetings or time where I'm working with a lot of our data and trying to tease out um, information from it. And sometimes I get to work with residents on that too. So I do have some rotations where residents work with me in, in specialty pharmacy and business development and always a fun addition to my day when I get to talk about and teach about specialty pharmacy. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for sharing all of that. I think one of the cool things about specialty is that it really forces you to kind of lean on a lot of different skill sets. Like you mentioned, everything from data to teaching to knowing how to find information to figure out what's coming down the pipeline. So was specialty pharmacy something you were always interested in or how did you come to transition into a specialty pharmacy role? I love this question. It's dangerous because I could probably talk about this one for a while, but um, no, I, I didn't know a whole lot about specialty pharmacy until really I was in my, my fourth year as a pharmacy student. I might have gotten a little bit of it during some rotations in solid organ transplant as a student and shadowing, but it really wasn't until I was on rotation with Pat Corey, who is director of pharmacy at Unity, which is the managed care affiliate um, within UW Health. So I was on a managed care rotation with, with him, and he was a tremendous teacher and influence on me. And specifically, I remember working on a oncology project where I was looking at spit, uh, split fill programs. So not dispensing a full month at a time, but a few weeks at a time to see if patients tolerate or need dose adjustments. And it was the first time I really got to see the payer perspective and the impact of some of these really high cost products on the finances of a, a insurance arm, but then also the operational perspective within a health system of how to make that type of program work. And then I also had to learn about all these products that I knew very little about within the oncology space, just having been an area that I didn't spend a lot of time as a student. So it was kind of everything I liked about being a pharmacist. I got to learn new things and I got to figure out how to make something new work, which I think was a lot of foreshadowing to where I, I, I ended up um, here today. But really work on that project, exposure to initial specialty pharmacy got me excited um, about the space. And it, it eventually led Pat actually to introduce me to Steve Rao, who was at that time director of pharmacy at UW Health and led to creation of a new residency program in my residency training. So um, it was really kind of right place, right time with um, a lot of help. And then from there, I I got to experience during my residency a variety of specialty pharmacy activities and just grew more and more passionate about it and excited about it and working closely with my mentors there and um, Andy Pulvermacher, who is a specialty supervisor, Joe Cesar's manager and my RPD. The variety of clinical experiences and leadership just really validated me in wanting to continue to grow in specialty pharmacy and and leadership and also involvement in some professional organizations where I ended up meeting um, other health system specialty folks, many of whom I still talk to today, as well as um, my future employers at Johns Hopkins. So I, I really didn't know that much 
until that kind of student exposure. But I got to learn a lot about specialty along the way through a variety of people and just getting connected to the right people and continuing to be excited. I just knew that specialty was the right fit for me. I always love to hear about how everyone came to find specialty. And I feel like one of the things that pretty much everybody relates to is how important mentors taking the time to introduce you to people and teach you new things and be willing to help you figure out what really gets you excited in the specialty in the pharmacy world. I think that's really cool to hear. So I know that we've all had moments kind of like that in life or along our journey that have helped to define us and the impact that we want to have on pharmacy practice. So could you maybe describe one of your aha type moments? Yeah, I think maybe I'll build on that um, kind of end of the story where I, I left it when I, I really had a number of people really take a chance on me and vouch for me. And, and that was something I hadn't really experienced in my life until that. And I, I don't think I ever really understood how important that can be on someone's career and their professional involvement. So for me now, I try to take that opportunity to build people up or open doors when I can and, and just maintaining a collaborative spirit, I guess I'll, I'll call it. So, you know, in that example, again, me being in my position and role today, a lot of that ties back to um, me having a conversation with Pat about what I was interested in saying I, I enjoyed specialty and wanting to learn more and know, him really talking to his friend and colleague, Steve, and Steve taking a chance on me. So that was really a door that was uh, open for me and I had to walk through it. But without that additional help, that would have been a challenging place to get into. And it really also taught me not to be afraid of saying yes, especially if your gut tells you it's right, right? Like going into a residency versus I was about to take maybe a different job, my gut told me that this was going to be something I really wanted to grow in and would grow to love. And the people were tremendous. So I really jumped in with all my energy. And maybe one more example, I, I'm going to sneak in a second aha moment, just because it's something that I still use today. Early, actually, in my residency, during an after hours advising session with, with Andy and, and Joe, they, they asked me whether warfarin was a specialty drug. And that was one of those questions that has just stuck with me, you know, very clinically complex product. We dedicate lots of resources to it in pharmacy to manage it, but it's also very inexpensive. And that, that question really inspired me to think more philosophically about specialty pharmacy. Why does it exist? And I think that helps me try to think through how the market might shift over time or what products we're really talking about. And it's actually a question that I, um, I still use today when I have residents uh, on rotation or working with students, because I really think it helps open up that, that space in your head of really understanding something, which to me was really an eye-opening kind of thought experiment to go through. I have never thought of Warford like that, so I will now be pondering that for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> so since you've been in your leadership role within health system specialty pharmacy, what would you say has been the most rewarding thing so far? Oh, there, there's been so many different rewarding experiences that I've I've had. I guess if I had to pick one or 
maybe two. I, I would say watching the health system specialty pharmacy community grow and transform into what it is today compared to maybe where it was when I was a, a student and, and a resident. And, and that model, the health system specialty pharmacy model to me is just clearly the best in clinical care as well as patient prescriber experience. So, you know, being a part of that collaborative network within health system specialty pharmacy where we're not competitors, but we're colleagues is just so rewarding um, for me and something I, I get huge value from within our ASHP section, you know, having people to call, swap ideas, um, go to meetings, attend, uh, challenge each other, I think is a, it's a differentiator. Whereas in other parts of the market, you know, folks are fighting just tooth and nail to fill a prescription and rarely share what they do or how they do it. I just view that very differently within health system space and have experienced the, the benefits of that. But also, you know, not just the, the entire health system specialty community, but specifically watching our team within Johns Hopkins grow. You know, every time I've gotten to flick that switch to on on a new program, um, I get this, this wonderful feeling of just pride in our team and knowing that that new program is going to help so many patients who might have otherwise struggled to get access to products or struggled in understanding their disease or the medication. So that that flipping the switch on a new new program never fails to make me feel that that kind of pride and pride and excitement and reward. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. So kind of piggybacking off of that and all of the change that's always happening in specialty pharmacy and how dynamic and interesting it can be to roll out these new programs. In your opinion, what do you think the future of specialty pharmacy looks like? This is another dangerous question. I, I mean, I think there's a there's a lot of different, I, I think, exciting things about the future of specialty pharmacy, um, as well as as challenges. So a few that you know come to mind for me. I think we're we're entering some new life cycle events for various products that have been hallmarks of specialty pharmacy. They're now now going generic or having biosimilar competition that's exceedingly complex. And I, I think the market has seen how well specialty pharmacies, especially health system specialty pharmacies, do helping patients get access to medications that are complex and difficult to navigate. And I, I think we'll continue to be faced with questions of can that model of specialty integrated care be expanded um, to other disease states, or will it change as you know some of these products go through their life cycle? Um, so that's one. I think two, um, we're going to be continue to be challenged to demonstrate the value that specialty pharmacies provide. I, I think especially on cost savings, as well as improved clinical outcomes. And I'm really proud of, you know, the health system specialty community and our section of, of pushing those boundaries and look, really looking to do um, the, the types of analysis and research that are required to demonstrate that value. But I think that's going to continue to be an area where we're all pressed to, to really um, demonstrate that. 
I do think specialty pharmacy and knowledge of it is becoming more and more a part of, of just health system operations in general. Um, you know, for example, all of a sudden, folks who maybe were focused on inpatient care or an infusion center within a hospital are running into questions about white bagging and sourcing prescriptions or restricted distribution. And I think a lot of that education is going to be needed about what specialty pharmacy is and what some of these weird situations are and why they occur. And it's really up to us within the specialty space to, to provide that. Again, probably a lot of that internal, but also the external audiences. Definitely one of my favorite things about health system specialty pharmacy is how collaborative it can be, both exactly like you're talking about, you know, with leadership of the health system, with those working in other service lines, but also amongst each other. I've always thought it's interesting how every health system specialty pharmacy can be set up just slightly differently, but there's so much communication and collaboration to try and figure out what those best practices look like amongst them. So for our final question, what advice do you have for someone who would be interested in a career in specialty pharmacy or a role similar to your own? I'll try to keep this one short. So I, I think finding that someone or some people to talk to um, who have, you know, some experience within the space and really seek out some mentoring or coaching or starting to build those bridges. Again, for me, that was just such an important um, element to learning about specialty and, and understanding what opportunities were out there and building bridges for folks, both for folks and folks building them for me that, you know, finding those opportunities to network and ask questions and, and meet people, I, I think is just so important. And again, I think ASHP as a, a great foundation for exploring that and making connections and bringing people together. It's a great opportunity. Really, the health system specialty space is, is a great community, and it's full of people who are learning things together. Everything hasn't been solved in specialty pharmacy, and there's always going to be need for new people and new thoughts and new ideas. So there's a lot of opportunity there, I think, for for people to continue to explore careers and specialty. And then I think for me, you know, finding what gives you energy, what are you, what are you really good at? And don't be afraid to lean into that. I tend to be a, a very strengths-based person where if you can take what you're good at and become great at it, looking at the benefit of that compared to always focusing on maybe what you're not so good at and trying to improve it. I think there's a lot of reason and evidence of, of trying to lean into what gives you that energy and what you're good at. So if you enjoy building new programs, if you enjoy being on the cutting edge of science, if you enjoy literature on products and diseases that, that don't have a long history of good treatments, you know, specialty pharmacy might be something for you and something you're, you might find a lot of joy um, and value in, in learning more about or exploring as a career option. So so a few different, uh, hopefully, nuggets for anyone who's who's thinking about it that um, would encourage you to to learn more and reach out. I love that. I think that's such good advice, and I think there's so much to be said for finding what gives you energy and figuring out what gets you excited at the end of the day to be in the pharmacy world. Absolutely. That's all the time we have today. 
I want to thank Dr. Scott Canfield for joining us today to share some of his practice journey and experiences in specialty pharmacy. For more member-exclusive offerings on ashp.org, such as the Specialty Pharmacy Research Resource Center, Specialty Pharmacy Best Practices Recorded Webinar Series, and the Specialty Pharmacy Outcomes Literature Library. Thank you for joining us and be sure to subscribe to the ASHP official podcast. Thank you for listening to ASHP official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Join us next time on ASHP Official.